the forecast to my left, we have Alex himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everyone. For a second there, I thought I caught you off guard and you were chewing on something, and uh, but no, you weren't. It's just uh, you moved your mouth. And to my right, we have Garrett. Garrett, how you doing? I'm doing swell. Swell today, peachy tomorrow. This is the Wednesday Comics forecast telling you the comics coming out for January 31st, 2018. That's the last Wednesday of January 2018. Also a fifth week again. Is this the second Unicorn. month in a row? Unicorn. Second month in a row, though. Right? December had one? Uh, or was it November? I think it might have been November. I think December we didn't. Uh, let me look at my calendar. No, it was November. So. It was November. November some. It was November, so we got we got a five week, yeah. we got a four week, we got a five week, and it doesn't happen too often, but it did happen uh, the last three months. Uh, Nothing is more glorious than a fifth week hey, of comics because this it's, like a, it's the unicorn week. And this fifth week is more like a normal fifth week. So let's get right into it. Dark Horse Comics, the first, I believe this is the first. It's the first one that I've seen. With this logo on it, uh, Hungry, excuse me, yeah, Hungry Ghost number one. This is Anthony Bourdain's book. Anthony Bourdain, if you know him from uh, television, he's a television personality. Uh, he wrote a book once called um, Get Jiro. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's about uh, Chef. And this is the first, it looks like, of Burger Books. Um, so, I mean, she came over from Vertigo, and now she's having her own line of books. And so I think this is the first one in the line. So that may be interesting to check out if you're interested at all. Anthony Bourdain usually does stuff about food. Looks like it's going to be about food. So DC Comics, here we go. You know, there's a series that I, I find I hold true to my heart. I don't really get it, you know, by issue by issue that often. Um, but Astro City number 50, it's hitting its 50th issue, which um, I'm not sure if that's exact numbering because it's been renumbered a couple times. But this will be issue 50 with uh, Kurt Busiek and... Brent Anderson, Alex Ross on the cover, as always. I think Alex Ross is on all the covers. Uh, I believe so. I'm going to pick this up. It is a sequel to the Eisner-nominated The Nearness of You. It's considered to be Astro City's best story. So I am going to pick that up, and I'm going to assume it's going to be A+. So we'll see. A book that hasn't came out for a while, right? Am I uh, remembering this correctly? Dark Knight's Metal, number five of six. This is uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. The uh, fifth uh, installment of the sixth issue series. Uh, is this book been out now for a while? Number four? When did number four come out? I thought it was November. So it's been a couple of months. Alex, are was you excited the last for time this? I've seen it. Fifth issue? You know what? I, I am, but I'm not. It's one of those books that it's taken so long for it to come out that, in all honesty, I forget what the hell's going on. So am I excited when I get it? Yes. Because Greg Capullo, I've, I've missed that art. Um, but I could take it or leave it. This was the when number four came out. It had uh, previously on right where it told you what happened last time, right? So like that one was delayed, and now we have this one that's kind of like also like you said a couple months ago. So I think you're right. I do like this series, but it also takes a little bit to figure out like what's going on, where we're at, and stuff like that. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I just heard that Hawkman found today, which was the one right before this issue, and I'm excited for it, but. Again, I think they're going to do a previously page because, like, it's been, I think it was the beginning of November when it came out, too. So, I, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, I, like, like, uh, Alex said, if you paid me a thousand bucks right now, probably, maybe, you could go ten thousand, a hundred thousand, whatever. Uh, you could pay me one dollar. I don't remember what happened in the last issue. Like, I, there's I, nothing, right now I'm trying to recall it, nothing's coming out. 
You run into um, the dragon, it's Hawkman's evil force. Wait a second, you told me you didn't remember what was going on. Now you're going to tell me the full synopsis? I was thinking about it while you were talking. <laughs> your your monochromatic, annoying sound of voice. Just like, oh, hey, I remember. What's going on? <laughs> and Hawkman found is about him getting to that I mean, point. So. Well, uh, it should be good. Like I said, it's, it's good when it comes out. But um, actually, no, I didn't really enjoy 4 that much. But we'll see. Deathstroke Annual number one. This is uh, Christopher Priest, um, Ryan Sook on the cover with uh, Dennis Cowell on the art. An innocent man, Team Defiance, is pushed to the edge of oblivion when one of their own ends up dead. And Deathstroke is to blame. Is this the end of Slade Wilson's hero turn? Uh, this book has been great. This is the finale of Defiance that's been leading up to this where Deathstroke, he tried to be good. They work out so good, but we'll see. Christopher Priest... Um, we learned today, or like two a couple days ago, that uh, he's writing Justice League right now, and that is going to be a short little run. And uh, Scott Snyder's taking over Justice League. So if you're looking for your Christopher Priest, I guess this is the only book you got to get. Oh, with the uh, No Justice or whatever? Yeah, with No Justice. That's Christopher okay. Priest's end. So. Uh, great writer. I mean, DC would be great to lock him down, but I don't think that's an option that they're giving him. So. Uh, Detective Comics Annual Number One. This is James Tinian the Fourth. Eddie Burrows coming back from his long sleep to do the art in this, and also Ember Ferra. Clay, here it is. It's a shocking, heartbreaking origin of Clayface, including his first conflict with Batman. Ooh, this sounds like it might be uh, pretty great. Uh, uh, Gary, what do you think? Uh, Clayface origin. You ready for that? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think you know Clayface is. And increasing his like fandom through Detective Comics, and people want to see. I mean, obviously they know that he was a villain at first, so see how he started out. Um, kind of maybe understand him more as he currently is. The only issue I have is if where's that classic Batman suit? If this is Clayface's first appearance, Agreed. and you're thinking this is what Alex would say in this situation, but. Calling as I see it. It might just be that cover. Well, that's a poor choice for an origin issue. Alex, what do you think? Clayface, you've been a, I know you're a fan of the Clayface. Uh, watching his origin, are you excited to see it, or do you think it's something that you've already seen a million times? You know, it depends on how they do it, because the, the Clayface I know for an origin story was from the animated series of Batman, the 1992, 93, 94. Um, if they take a little different spin on it, I'm I'm fine with that. I I have really enjoyed Clayface, so it's it'll be nice to see his roots. Um, I'm I'm actually not caught up on the last issue of uh, what's the whatever the um, arc is called. I don't remember, but I'm excited to see what this book's got in store. I always do enjoy annuals. Annuals are usually one of those nice little special buys we get. Uh, yeah, mostly. I mean, every once in a while you get just like a one-shot story that's not really worth the four ninety nine. But if it, they use it for a significant moment like this, like we've been having Clayface, like he's been a main part of Detective for a while, so to use this as an origin issue makes sense. Same thing with Defiance, that's the finale. And moving on here, Flash number, Flash annual number one, this is the Flash War prelude. So you use the annual as a prelude. The biggest Flash story of 2018 starts here with a special story starting the classic Wally West, who's conflicted over whether or not to let Iris West know he is alive, and he'll need the help of Flash to figure out what to do. 
Um, Alex, uh, they call you the Flash Master. That's what I heard. Grandmaster Flash is what I call you every day. Uh, are you looking forward to this issue of Flash? You know, I uh, I must be so fast that I've never heard anyone ever call me that. Um, you know, I Flash for me lately has been one of those books that I enjoy when I read it, but it's never a top stack book of holy shit, the Flash is coming out. So I I don't know, but I know that from you guys at least, I've I've not read enough pre fifty two Flash stuff. That uh, original Wally West is an ass kicker and is a great flash. So I'm excited to see what this has in store for me, but I have no anticipations for it. What do you any expectations? Are you excited for Flash Wars at all? I have no idea. What about you, Garrett? What do you think? <laughs> um, I think. Uh, very excited that Wally West will be in this book. I think, like, you know, I dropped off Titans. Yeah. But I just felt like it was very repetitive storylines with Wally always getting killed or dying or having a heart attack, whatever. So I'm hoping that I don't need, like, if Wally's starting to work his way back into the Flash book, I don't really need to read Titans to know what's been going on with Wally. Um, but he is a character I have missed seeing, like, you know, do his own thing. So, I think what perfect way than coming back into the Flash, the fold of it. And uh, I have no idea what's happening in this Flash Wars. I haven't even heard anything about it until seeing that cover. Um, obviously, it has something to do with uh, Reverse Flash and Barry, so I don't know. Uh, very excited because, you know, I, I really love the mythology of the Flash. Uh, it instantly makes me think of Flash Rebirth when I see that cover. Um, so I'm very excited to see what happens because I think that, you know, we've seen the arc with reverse flash before with Iris and things like that. That was the best arc of the series so far that I think we need a refresher. We need something to strive towards instead of just kind of filling in time. Is, is that supposed to be reverse flashes outfit? I thought that was kid flash. Is it kid flashes? I thought it was reverse. Let me see. Yeah, I think it's kid flashes. I didn't look at the logo on the chest in the same way as, yeah, it's his, it's his, it's, it's his, uh, Cal, too. It's Kid Flash. Yeah, it's Kid Flash. You're right. Whatever. Speedsters in general. It's going to be heavy in Flash mythology, so I'm excited for that. Anytime, you know, the Speed Force is involved or, like, obviously, the more Flash characters, the better when it's about, like, Tar Man or yeah. whatever. Tar no, I, 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 I agree that it's, it's great that it's going to be actually going to be trying to do this big thing. So I am excited to see what happens. I mean, it's more me hoping than expecting. So we'll see what happens. Also, congratulations, congratulations, Joshua Williamson, uh, birthright being turned into a movie. So there you go. Your original creation. So that should be, uh, interesting if they, uh, keep that original uh, story intact. Uh, I hope they bring Godspeed into this flash war. I'm sure. I'm sure. I realize they probably won't, but, well, he was just in the last arc, so... If we're having... Sp- yeah, but he wasn't... To me, he wasn't even Godspeed. He was just August. Power dampener. Power dampener. I'm sure he'll be in it. You can't have a book be like, this is the biggest Flash story ever, Flash Wars, and not throw everything in- into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, JLA Doom Patrol Special Number 1. This is the Milk Wars Part 1. Hey, guys. they Hey, those ads weren't incorrect. It is starting weekly in January, just at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, writer Steve Orlando Gerard Way, uh, Magdalene Visagio, 
Yay. And also art by ACO. Hey, there you go, uh, Sergeant America. I know you like ACO. Sony Lou and a cover by Frank Whiteley. Now, there's a, if you look at the synopsis, there's a lot of information here. It, I'm not sure if that gives away a lot of what the plot is, so I'm not going to give it away. I'm just going to say, if hey, I don't read Doom Patrol on the regular. I'm going to catch up on that thing on on trades. Uh, JLA, obviously Justice League, I'm in. But you just look at that cover. You see the Milkman's here. I'm all in. It looks fun. Look at that preview too. If you go, it's not on preview world, previous world, but if you search for it, you'll find. I think it's on Newsroom or Comic Book Resources, one of the two. Uh, the art in this book looks amazing. Like I looked at it, and the panel work is crazy, which I wouldn't expect anything different from ACO. Uh, I think this book is in this this five issue event thing. It's going to be a weekly event, which is the only thing downside for me. But still, I'm going to get it. I think it's going to be really fun and silly. And uh, I am really looking forward to this. Anybody else? Absolutely. Just with that Frank Quietly cover alone, am I looking forward to it? But I know that's not what the art's going to be on the inside. Uh, but I think that it'll help. Like a lot of those characters, I don't know that well. But I think having you know a crossover with the DC Universe will help me understand these characters that yeah. people are obsessed with. Like I haven't found that reason why everyone's like crazy about, you know, like doom patrol or like all these offbeat, uh, character groups and things like that. So I'm excited to find out. I mean, I'm still trying to find that nugget of why doom patrol is so amazing. So hopefully that'll you know, help explain it. I, I know very little about this book. The only thing that really is pulling me in is that Frank Whiteley cover. And I am one of those, I'm leeching off your guys' excitement because I don't look into what a future book is about. I'm just going with, these two are excited. Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about it on a book show at some point in time that I can give you my, I don't, I don't know what to expect. So I'm going into this blind daredevil style. I think, uh, I, mean, I, I can't even hear. I got dampers, dampers on. <laughs> I think what Garrett said is exactly like if you were interested at all in any kind of Doom Patrol, where you're like, I don't know anything about them. I think this is the perfect place to like pick it up because that Justice League inclusion, that DC inclusion, is going to be enough for you to be like, oh, I know who those guys are. Like, and then you know you're on along the ride, you get to know these characters, and then maybe that's enough for you to go back and start reading Doom Patrol, start reading you know Mother Panic, all these books that are going to be involved. So, uh, looking forward to it. Looks like it might be it's going to be fun. The Gerard Wade fun that we love from Umbrella Academy. So. Even though he's not writing it, but it says he is. What it says Steve Orlando Gerard Way? Oh, I thought. Oh, okay, I just saw Steve Orlando. Uh, Motherland's yeah. one of six. This is a miniseries from uh, Cy Spur, Rachel Stott on art here. Uh, in a crazy future where unhinged technologies and interconnected parallel Earths had given a rise to a spectacular class of super criminal. The most beloved celebrities aren't rock actors or rock stars, but the bounty hunters who traverse an exotic multiverse in search of impossible prey. So this is the first issue. The question I have is, this is for mature readers only, it says. I'm not sure if, like, is the, you know, they group Vertigo and DC together now. It doesn't say that it's a Vertigo book, but uh, I'm assuming that it is. Because I don't think DC puts out mature books like that that are just 100% original. Um, so, I... I well, thought I would bring that up because I am excited if that is a Vertigo book. For I'm excited that Vertigo is going to be starting to do something with their line because I don't think they've had we've had a Vertigo book in what like since um what's that what was that uh, unfollow since that ended I don't think we've had one right 
Or what I don't the, think what so. What's that Gail Simone book you were getting, Alex? The Clean Room? Yeah, has that been over for a while? Yeah, it was done at issue 18 as well, so I think it's probably been about the same six to seven to eight months. Yeah, I know DC... It's not longer. They said they're going to try to reboot Vertigo, like bring it back in 2018. So I'm not sure if this is the start. You think you would have heard more by now about the start of it, so I'm not sure about that, but it does seem like it would be a Vertigo book. But maybe not. Maybe DC's trying something new, so go ahead and try that out here. Um... Hey, another line or another book in the line of the New Age of Heroes, The Silencer Part 1, or Part 1, Issue 1, Code of Honor. This is uh, Dab, just give me Dan Abnett, uh, Sandra Hope, and John Romita Jr. Uh, she's one of the DC's universe's deadly assassins. You've never heard of her. Super strong, highly trained, armed with devastating and stealthy metahuman abilities, The Silencer is virtually invincible. Uh, this is a book I think I made... Uh, d- uh, declaration on this show or on the main show that I was going to try out all the New Age of Hero books, mainly because they're all two ninety nine, which is great. It's great, but uh, I forgot that John Raider Jr. was doing the art on this one, and I don't care for his art. So, like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to read this issue. Uh, I know Garrett, you said you weren't going to get it. Alex, you can try this out. I don't know. There's a part of me that I'm. I like the idea of her being an assassin. I really do. But I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Marvin, that I'm not a fan of uh, Ramirez Jr.'s art. There's been good – like I was telling you guys earlier before the show, um, I liked his Captain America art yeah, from a couple too. years ago. But then we did the All-Star Batman, and I wasn't as keen on it. So I, I'm kind of hit or miss. I don't think I'm going to get it, but who knows? I may look through it and go, wow, this looks really great. I don't like the way he draws humans. Like in that Captain America, when we had all those other creatures, that was fine to me. But yeah. when it's like humans, I I don't know. There's something about the way he draws them. They all look the same to me. They all look blocky. And I just can't get into it. But, Agreed. But, um, I mean, Dead Abnett is a great writer. So like if... Anything's going to be great in this book. It's going to be it's going to be a strong story. So, I am curious, and I'll check on it tomorrow to see how if this gets good reviews and people say it's great. Maybe I will eventually check it out. Like a month after it comes out on digital, it's like a dollar or less. So, for two bucks, I might try it out. Um, go wait, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Never mind. IDW Publishing. Not much here. We got some, uh, you know, their usual Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack. And the uh, always uh, Garrett's favorite Star Wars adventures, Force of Destiny. Um, Force of doesn't matter because it's not <laughs> real. <laughs> That's all we have for IDW. Hey, no turtles this week. Usually it's at least one a week, right? And uh, now it's only universe and the ongoing stuff. Oh, so there's no more. Mini, it might so. be taking a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, let's move on. To Image Comics. We have Bonehead number two. This is, um, excuse me, Brian Hill and uh, Ronald Marcellus. Bone hit number one, I know you guys enjoyed. Is that my, my uh, talking out of uh, school here? No, I loved Correct. issue one. Issue it two was, coming up. It, hey, that cover's pretty great. The art inside by, uh, is it Marciello or however you say his yeah. name? Um, Marcellus is amazing. It's great art. I mean, it, it really pops. Um, it just looks fresh. And got to give props to my uh, my boy, Brian Hill, who wrote Postal. Like, I think the story's killer. I think he's doing a lot more script work this time around because you can tell there's – I mean, there is a lot of, like, text, but there's a lot of 
uh, visual storytelling as well. So I think that's, I mean, that's what I enjoyed about issue one. But it helps that the main character can't speak. Right. Which is, I like emojis that. And, uh, no, I do too. Yeah. It was one of those things, at the first issue I was reading, I was like, oh, it's kind of not wordy, but one of the other characters talks a lot. It pissed me off. But then the main character, he can't talk, so he just kind of makes faces and stuff. I don't even remember if it's on his face. Anyway, it's pretty good. And that the colors are great. Yeah. Like you said, it really makes the, the art pop. Main character's name is 56. I love that. I don't know why, but just it's cool. Uh, Guy Complex number four. This is uh, Paul Jenkins, Brian Lye, and uh, Henry Pastea. Prasieta. At this moment of truth, after his confrontation with the uh, revolutionaries, Seneca is getting rebuilt by the rulers in a desperate measure to find the missing god, Trinity. <coughs> Seneca. Um, I, I know you guys both like this book. Am I correct? Yes. Hey, this this art is actually, I'm looking at the preview right now. Uh, not half bad. Looks pretty good. He's the, the same book. artist as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's, it's good art. The book is good, but it's kind of dense material. It's not. It's not quite as. Um, you know what dense means, uh, right? Yeah. So what do you it's mean kind it's kind of dense material? Because it's not just oh look at these gods do this fun stuff. It's more of a crime book than what I was expecting. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were so dense go with... means like thick and you know it's it's not it's beating around the bush a little bit I'm more. Just you know. checking. I don't think you knew what dense meant. No, I thought you, you were gonna. I thought you were using dense as like dull. Whatever. That's but you, no. Garrett. We, we use Garrett as doll. <laughs> You're a doll. So, God Complex, if you want a book about gods, but also there's some crime, uh, and the art looks great, get that book. I would say it's it's a parallel to, like, Blade Runner, but just dealing with, like, famous gods that you know. Don't throw that don't throw that analogy out there. Then I'm going to have to get this book. I've been telling you since issue one that it's like Blade Runner. I'm surprised you don't get this book, Marvin. See... We'll get it digitally, like you're saying. I never. Off but to be fair, I don't. I don't. I've never seen Blade Runner. I know, sacrilegious, right there. Uh, so I don't know what the suggestion is you're making. Here's my rule of thumb for my life. I don't listen to you at all. You two. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I hey, my my turn. No, I wonder. See, this is the thing. I can't keep declaring. I'm going to try a book out, and then never try it out. I got a list. I got so many already. I got to put this one on the back burner. Uh, Why? <laughs> this one on the front burner. There's nothing about it that for me is like read this now. Like it like it looks like like Alex was saying that it's trying to be and maybe just because I see the word God complex and yes I know that does not mean the book is like super complex for no reason. It just sounds convoluted to me. I don't know why. I mean, you know what? Yeah. What did issue one come out? A couple months ago? Three months ago? Four months ago. I'll look it up after this show. If it's on sale, like if they reduce the price, I will purchase it and I will read issue one. Okay. Uh, speaking of a book you guys are on that you've been telling me to get, Realm number five. <laughs> this is Seth Peck and uh, Jeremy Hahn. Uh, you guys have been saying that it is, uh, what did you say, Alex? Dungeons Dragons meets what? Oh, meets Last of Us. Last of Us. Um, this book, see, here now here's the difference. You guys have been telling me to get gomp- complex, but it, I have no interest. This book, I actually have super interest in. I'm just waiting for a trade, so. And I'll read it then. But how's this book? You guys looking forward to issue number five? Is it still going great? 
yeah. it's been i think there's been a big gap in time though since issue four came out so that i'm kind like of in the book with. like in the book or issues coming out both okay okay yeah because like issue four i felt like came out late october early november um because it did not come uh, out in december did it I think it did, but I think it came out in the beginning of December because I just oh. I just read it last week. But Maybe I'm I also behind. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I have one. That's my next in my stack. So that's just my fault. So I, but it feels like it's been forever since I read issue three. So then I guess because I haven't read four yet. But hopefully, it looks like this is the end of the first arc. Yeah, I think what happened at the last one. Uh, you know, this is one of those books that it's it's. It is kind of a slower burn. Like there's some action in each issue, but we haven't really gotten into all these different factions that were shown. And um, there's another, not necessarily a main character, but there's another. I'm gonna call him Road Warrior type of character who is just out killing orcs and goblins. We actually either introduce him to the team, or we just get a whole issue of him kicking ass. Yeah, I think I feel like you can tell this book is going to be around for a long haul because it's not giving you a lot; it's just giving you little pieces at a time. So this, yeah. I don't see this series ending anytime soon. Uh, Gary, oh, to be fair, we thought about that crosswind too. That hey, was, no, you were kind of calling that it was getting kind of winded. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hey, Gary, are you still getting spawned? Say that again. Are you getting spawned? No, still? he's not. No, I'm done. This is the Dark Horror conclusion. This is the end of the arc. You're going to get it to the end of the arc? I didn't get the last issue. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Neil's I can't fun. do it anymore. That I, that art does not work with me. The story is just crap. I do find I did see something in the synopsis that would make you, like, I know it would make you mad and you wouldn't like this issue. It says here, this issue marks the introduction of a new character soon to have its own image book. And I know you hate when an issue feels like it's an ad to like, get another book, so... Yeah, I mean, there's just, and you can see that uh, Todd McFarlane's nowhere to be found. Like, I don't think Spawn's been Spawn for the last like year, so I like poop on me for joining this book from issue 250 because, like, geez, he's too busy on that movie. That's why he's too busy doing that movie. I know they should just reboot it like they've rebooted every other Image franchise from the beginning. Maybe they will when that movie hits. Maybe you'll get a reboot, and then God, I hope so. Marvel Comics, uh, speaking of Marvel, having a good week with Black Panther reviews coming out online and also Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer out. Because that's Marvel Studios, not really Marvel Comics, but overall they're doing okay. Uh, All new Wolverine number 30, this is Tom Taylor, Juan Cabal with a Dan Mora cover. Orphans of X, part six, the final epic battle between Wolverine, Dakin, and the Orphans of X. It all ends here. Garrett. How's uh, all new been? It's been really good. Um, I think uh, if you like Laura Kinney as Wolverine, um, you're definitely getting everything you need. I'm not a big fan of uh, Dakin or Dakin or however you say his name. Um, I don't know. I feel like the spotlight should be on Laura and if not her, uh, Gabby. So I'm not a big fan of, I hope he goes away after this arc, but he sticks around. Not like horrible. Um, but, I mean, the comedy's still been there. The story's getting better. I mean, I hit a dry spell with that whole, there was an arc right before Legacy where, yeah, where they got, like, poisoned. So I think that was the weakest part of the series. But I think it's starting to pick back up to where it was before. 
So. so this is unfortunately one of those things that I love Wolverine and uh, that that weak point in was like issue 23 and 24. And I just I couldn't it wasn't doing it for me anymore. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that you stayed on it. But I just it kind of ruined Wolverine for me. So I'm glad that I get old man Logan. Right. Question know, at the end of this spot for me. At the end of this issue, we're gonna get another installment of where in the world is uh Wolverine? I don't think so. <laughs> What's that thing called? So yeah, like the button on it. You would see it in the bottom right corner. Oh, okay. On this on the cover. It shows Wolverine's face. Uh hey, by the way, the next one in line here, but I'm not sure if any of us are still on board. Defenders number nine. Anybody yeah. else on board? Alex? I think I'm the only one of the three of us who's still getting it. Brian Michael Bennis, David Marquez, Kingpins of New York, part four. Uh, let me read this last bullet point. Some will rise, some will fall, and there will be new defenders. Uh, I believe the announcement book is uh, done after Brian Michael Bennis leaves, so I'm not sure why they said there will be new defenders. But maybe they just meant like this installment's going to end and then there will be a new defenders book. I'm not sure. Whatever. Well, I'm only going to get... I'm going to finish this series out, and then I'm not going to pick up a new Defender series. Let me ask you... Unless, as, the, as unless a, the team that they're showing me right now is on that book, where it's Black Cat, Electra, White Tiger, maybe I'd get it. Be like Fearless Defenders for me. I was going to say, the, the cover doesn't show a bad team, so like I would get that, yeah. But we'll see. Um, curious. You're finishing it out. Is it more because you're hoping that the rest of it's going to be great or just for completion sake? You know, it's because I'm crazy and I want to complete it. So how many issues has nothing to do with the store anymore? This one. And then, and I should have stopped after Deadpool first showed up in that book. I want to save a lot of money. He showed up in issue five. It actually wasn't bad because he wasn't in the whole issue. He was just being hired by Jessica Jones. It could have been the worst part of the issue. Hey, Garrett, do you get it? Uh, Vince Wireman though? Yes, yes, I do. Invincible Iron 596 this is Brian Michael Bennis, the fellow Caselli, uh, Alex Maleev, and uh, Mike Dededo on the cover. The search for Tony Stark Part 4. Uh, spoilers. Hey, you want to know something about this book? What? Um, skip forward 10 seconds if you don't want to hear it. Uh, but Marvel re- released in a press release. Uh, Tony Stark's going to come back, by the way. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, that kind of got revealed in 595. But- oh, okay. Yeah. So, so are you looking forward to this? Is Brian Michael Bennett gonna? Do you feel like he's gonna wrap this up in a way that is gonna feel satisfied, or is it gonna feel like he just left the book? No, I think thing. I mean, I having read the last couple of issues, and I read five ninety five yesterday. Seriously, one of the best comics I've read in a long time. Um, and you'll see on my catching up with Garrett uh, thing. You'll see on Facebook or Twitter um, on the Wednesday Comics page that. Uh, Wow, did 595 blow me out of the water? So I think, because I know 600 is going to be Brian Michael Bendis' last issue for Marvel, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think Jessica Jones got delayed, so maybe that'll be actually the last stuff that comes out for Marvel from him. But, wow, this book has been blowing my mind, because it's taking infamous Iron Man uh, with Maleev and Bendis, and then taking Invincible Iron Man, squeezing it. It's basically like it's like an annual that I get every week. I get, I know I'm only getting like, maybe 10 or so pages of each storyline, but man, does it work well together. Um, plus yes, the things with Tony Stark, 
um, and the Iron Man legacy, it's coming to a head. So I'm very excited to see. Um, I, isn't Dan Slott coming on after Bendis leaves? That's correct, yes. So that part, I'm like, uh, I mean, but he's been doing pretty good in Amazing Spider-Man besides crossovers. So I was going to say, like, he's, not, he's not bad. It's just that he's been on that book so long, it feels like he's doing the same thing over and over again. So, But that's why I don't want him to come to Iron Man and do the same thing. So, But it'd be nice to have, see what he... I mean, I'm going to give him a chance, probably. You know that dude wanted to do Iron Man from the beginning? He made Spider-Man have that that suit. Yeah. The dude's just been trying to make Spider-Man uh, Iron Man for the longest time. So it's like, he made him rich. He made him have his own company. He made him have that suit. So like the dude is ready for Iron Man. So well, he probably loves Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> um, and he's excited for that game. That game's based on his comic. So, uh, Jessica Jones, number 16, speaking of Bar Brian, Michael Bennis, this is, uh, Mike, uh, Gatos and David Mack on the cover. Return of the purple man, part four, uh, parental advisory, not for kids. Is this, uh, how many issues is this running before it's over? Um, I thought, I think I saw, was it 18 or 20 is the last issue? I think 18. That made, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. So 18, I believe. What about so this three book? issues left. Do you feel this book is going to end in a way where it feels satisfying or is it just going to feel like story is uh, left untold? No, I think he'll wrap it up. Um, God, it sucks though. It's like when you're, re- it's kind of like with Hawkeye, you know, like Kelly Thompson. It's like when you're reading a great book. You never want it to end, but you know it has. I mean, it, it should end at some point, and that's kind of what this is. It's kind of bittersweet because you know, obviously, the Purple Man is huge, uh, like obstacle in Jessica Jones' life. Um, but also, you're dealing with the fact that like this book's going to end, um, and then the next time someone writes Jessica Jones, it's not going to be the it's not going to be Bendis who's writing her. So, yeah, oh, I know, that's just, right. This- this book is not ending. It's just being taken over by somebody else. Right. Um, okay. That's why I meant just like the arc. Um, so I'm just savoring uh, what final issues I have left. Um, and depending on the concept of the new creative team, I might stay on, but I, I would doubt it. So uh, Moon Knight number uh, 191. This is uh, Max Bemis and uh, Haken Boros. Crazy Runs in the Family Part 4. Alex, I believe uh, number one ninety. You said you enjoyed a lot. Is that correct? Holy sh! I loved one ninety. Uh, there was there was a a cliffhanger in that book that just <laughs> blew my brain. I haven't read it yet. You're making there me excited. A, it sounds yeah, like this, me book, this book is read still this going great. Book. You know how much I love, like how much you and I love Thanos, Marvel. Yeah, this is a this is a Garrett book that he can be like, holy shit! I love this book. And have amazingly great things to say. And uh, if your brain isn't blown, I am so disappointed in you. Would you say or impressed? We'll see. Would you say uh, Thanos? I know. I think you said last week was number one Marvel book right yes. now. Would you say this is number two? This is, this is my number two. All right. I I read like I look at these covers. One that one eighty nine reprint that cover is amazing. Then you get into this next one for one ninety one. Yeah, it's so like this book just it looks amazing, and the uh, crazy really does run the family type of thing. I just I can't wait for you guys to read this so we can talk about it. By the way, I mean new book. Uh, Hawkeye obviously holds a place in my heart, but like new books that have been coming out, like if you this whole legacy thing, if you wanted to try it, Moon Knight, Thanos. There you go. There's two good ones. I would say that Thanos is my number one. Moon Knight would be number two. Hawkeye being my number three. All right. What about Old Man Logan, number 34? This is Ed Brisson and uh, Matteo 
Buffgani, Buffany, uh, Moon over Matapor in a part one. Uh, what do you think, uh, old man Logan? I know there was an issue a couple issues ago. You guys weren't so hot on, but then you said it bounced back. Excited for this next one. So, so thirty one was kind of crappy. Thirty two was a saving grace. Um, thirty three was. How far have you read, Garrett? Are you caught up? Yeah, I'm caught up on this. Okay. I thought thirty three was great. Was okay. It filled in a lot of answers and like the cliffhanger. Like what? Yeah. I mean, I I, I almost assumed it was her. So that's kind of lame that the person that you assume it was, it is. Or maybe did oh, I, I not read part three? I don't think you read part three because we no, knew I that haven't. in thirty two. Yeah. Right. I only read thirty two then. Okay. Oops. So I don't know. So thirty three was okay. It was not good. Thirty three was good. It just it's. You know, the, the surprise factor that 32 had and the excitement I had for 32, yeah, it was, it was fine. So I don't, I don't know what to expect from this book. This book's been kind of hit or miss for me lately. Well, I'm kind of sad that Diado's not doing the art for this issue. That worries really? me. Oh, yeah. Well, we know how that goes sad. for us. Right. I mean, the art's not bad. It's just not looking at the preview right now and it's like, it's, it's manageable. And it actually looks pretty decent, but it's not, I don't know. It just kind of looks like a different style based on the fact that uh, it's not Diodato's art. So, And I get that he doesn't have to do every single issue, but I think it's a little early in the game to be uh, doing the little art of switcheroo. Yeah. Uh, Punisher Platoon number five of six. This is uh, Garth Ennis and Goran Pavlov. Uh, the Platoon goes on a devastating mission that goes bad from bad to worse. Uh, Viet Cong soldier Lin Quang uh, has been after Frank and his men for months. Her chance to get them has arrived. Explicit content. Uh, this is five of six. We're getting towards the end of this. And uh, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're not going to have a good ending here. Yeah, I mean, and I don't mean in quality. I mean in happy. <laughs> so I don't think it's. Oh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of blood. I think uh, to take a, a quote from uh, Game of Thrones, if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't paid attention to this story. I think it's just going to be blood, guts, and uh, sadness all around. I think this will be one of those, the you know the big, hopefully, the first big fight that Frank has ever had to deal with. And so my hope is that either this issue or issue six, when he fights her, it's going to be a, a bloody fight for him. I and hope it's not just a cheap, he shoots her in the face and it's done. And I think we would finally get our answer really... Is Frank Castle really psychotic, or is he just like a? It's he is symptom of this war, or is he did he come into the war really crazy? So we'll see. I mean, we've been seeing him. I guess this is going to have the option to let her go and let her live, and he's going to destroy her. Definitely, there's definitely. I mean, it's been part of his uh, mythology forever, but it, there's definitely something that happens here. That makes him who he is. Yep. And I think we're, that's where we're going to get over the next two issues. It's been great so far. It's really, uh, us. it's not like super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like, it is slower paced. And, but when sh- stuff goes down, it really does be a little, it's really intense during those moments. And I really do like that it slows down. And then, you know, I mean, I guess it's like war, right? It's between the fighting, yep. there's nothing going on. And then you're also in the middle of a firefight. So good book. Like it. My my hope is that I, I thought this the whole time this book has been coming out, that every issue, I wish that the, the Punisher skull 
would fill in a little bit more as the issue progressed, like as Frank becomes more of the Punisher. Yeah. But I guess it's, it's, it is what it is. I, I mean, it looks great the way it is, where you get to see half the, the skull and half of inside the book what this may uh, contain. Um, Garrett, question. There's a new Star Wars Last Jedi, DJ number one. No. You're not I in? Won't talk. That, no interest to me. A 30-second character? I'm good. Um, what's... You mean you don't want to read his stuttering stammers all the time? No. <laughs> Wait, you see because we all know. Alex, did you see the movie? Lando. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Did we talk about this? <laughs> I, I'd seen it over Christmas break. Oh, that's right. Okay. Hey, by the way, hashtag um, where's Lando? This is uh, yeah the DJ's life just before his appearance in the film. So if you want to get that book, but yeah, that's uh. Mar- well, basically, it's just a prelude book like they've done for the Marvel movies. That's the only thing with these with the Star Wars books that I don't like is that. They're all like prequels to stuff that we know, and prequels really don't work when you know that the characters involved, nothing's gonna happen to them. Like I know this guy lives because I saw him in the movie. Like nothing's gonna happen to this guy. But like I really wish that they would be telling stories that have nothing to do with the main characters. Like Dark Horse used to do the like you know these uh, other Star Wars books about other characters set super in the future or set in like a different part of the galaxy like that's what they should be doing i'm not sure i read way more yeah. than those kind of books than this um Agreed. anything in the upside down you guys want to talk about here animosity animosity 12 oh animosity 12 this is um margaret bennett's with art by uh Marcelo miolo uh the twisting timelines converge as jesse races to stop a war and uh Sandor dives into the darkness of the family he loves. Uh, how's Animosity going? I know the uh, spinoffs, some of them you guys have dropped, but Animosity, you're still on. Still going strong, or how's it going? I dropped it. Alex dropped it. I think it's I been uh, I think it's been strong. The main series, the spinoffs, I think it's just a little too much. I think she needs to, I mean, you know, there is some world established there, but I think it's just too spread out when you get to those things. Uh, but this book, I mean, I love the connection between Sandor and Jesse, um, especially what they're dealing with right now. It's kind of like it's been animals and Jesse. Um, and then they're finally coming about their like first group of humans. So it's a lot like walking dead in that aspect where it's kind of like fear of the unknown. Like you can't trust even though they're they're all people, you can't really trust who you're with. So you don't know if they're like have ulterior motives of you being at their area, their town. So um, definitely interested to see what happens next. Uh, there's the comics for one thirty one eighteen. That is the last Wednesday of January, the fifth week, the Covenant fifth week. Not many books coming out, but of the books coming out, Alex, which one you're looking forward to the most? Oh, easy answer. Moon Knight 191. Moon- After reading 190, I just, I'm so excited for this issue to come out. How many issues into this arc are we? Four? Four. Four. So if you're interested in that, four issues you've got to pick up, get right into it. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? What are you looking forward to the most? Mm, I would have to say probably the Flash annual, to be honest. I think I'm ready for a uh, rebirth of. Uh, 2018 for the flash so i'm excited to see what happens next in that book uh and i am looking forward to by the way me my list is very short so um 
I'm looking forward to JLA Doom Patrol special number one. These Milk Wars, I guess he happens with this Milkman. Um, like I said, the, if look at the preview. If the preview doesn't sell you, you're not going to be into it. But look at that preview. When I saw that, I was like, I'm in. So uh should be fun, exciting. A lot of, get, a lot of nice... You know what? We talk about the quality of books that come out each week. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, it seems like they might be okay. I think this week is going to be a stronger week, even though there's not that much. You know, we got Punisher Platoon. We got Moon Knight. We have... Uh, this uh, JLA Doom Patrol. We have Metal Number Five, uh, Astro City Number Fifty for me. There's a lot of stuff that has the potential to be great, great issues this week. So uh, go out to your comic book shops and while you're out there, Alex, how's the weather looking? Uh, you know the weather's going to be pretty nice. Obviously, uh, it's winter, but in where we're at, sure does feel like spring. 37 degrees. That's some hot, hot weather in South Dakota. Uh, wear your tank tops. Wear your uh, summer dresses. Go for it. Is 37 considered spring weather? <laughs> you know what? After like negative 30 degree weather, anything can feel like spring weather. When zero is a, a good number to be outside, you can go wrong with 37. Yeah, as long as there's no wind, it'll be nice. Yeah. Garrett, what do you think? Them roads, all them roads looking. You know what? You know, this is a unicorn fifth week, but um, I feel like you definitely want to get to the shop early. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. So I would not wait very long to get to your shop and uh, get those comics off the shelf because they will sell out. There's, I mean, with Moon Knight, you got that JLA Milk Wars, you got some annuals. I mean, there's a lot of hot items, but not a lot of uh, books coming out that week. So I wouldn't. I, mean, I think a lot of people are going to have a small list, and they're going in and grabbing what they can. So get there at a decent time. I hope that I actually like this Milk Wars thing. That for how much you guys are like, oh, man. You yeah. If you're not getting this book, if it doesn't interest you, you're not going to like it. I'm going to get this book, even though I know shit about it. Um, I bet you 50 bucks. I'm going to be like, this is stupid. <laughs> Slide us and tell us it's good. Uh, I was going to say, I can't take that bet because then you just lied to me to get 50 bucks. Um, Hey, you know what they say about the fifth week? And uh, Hey, by the way, no. I mean, the fifth week is a week for you to kind of... I I would think if I was a new person, like a new comic book reader, I think fifth week's the week you go in. These annuals, try them out. Clayface, Origin. I don't think you have to know anything to get that book. Uh, Flash Prelude, if you want to know about this Flash Wars, get that book. Uh, a lot of annuals. Try the annuals if you're trying something new. Or this uh, Milk Wars. Milk Wars might be a little weird, so watch out for that. But uh, Or if you want to go back and get those Moon Knight issues. It's a great week to, like, if you know someone who wants to get into comics, tell them, go get something that is uh, starting up. So, be great. Alex, speaking of uh, Milk Wars, you know what they say about the Milkman, right? He always drinks twice. I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. That makes no sense. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. uh, Keep reading those books.